guys. Hey. Amber and Kendall here. For another week of the fantastic podcast known as Living Life Legit. Living Life Legit. I would really appreciate it if you guys would share us with your friends and family. I would too. We're trying really hard to get my niece, Amber's daughter, to listen. I can't even get my own kid to listen. This is what she tells me. I don't listen to podcasts. But she'll watch people opening items on YouTube. So tell me what's wrong, guys. Right. For real. (sighs) So this episode, we're going to finish out Joshua and be done. What? I forgot that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot. I had the whole next episode. Okay. We're, we got a lot of episodes going on in our heads right now. Good so. old Joshua. If you guys remember, we left off. They fought a total of 31 battles. 31. 31. Dead gun. Battles to conquer the promised land, which they finally have. And so Kendall and I kind of skipped ahead a little bit. There's there's a lot of divvying up of the land. So if you guys really want, there's a lot of names we can't pronounce. I don't want to embarrass myself with my mispronunciations. But basically everything gets divvied up between the 12 tribes. It does. So I guess we're just going to do summary by summary of the chapters that like we did last time. We're going to focus on Joshua's uh, end time. It is. He's he's already, I mean, he's old. He's, so well, he's creeping up on his death and he was 110 when he died. So, so he's getting there. So basically, again, because of my pronunciation of many of these, chapters 12 through 21, if you guys want to go read Joshua, talks about all the divvying up of the land. Which tribes got what? Who's all the borders? If you guys want to pull out an old school map, feel free. Kendall and I are going to jump ahead to chapter 22. We are. So this takes us to chapter 22 after... All of the divvying up of the land. Yep. And in chapter 22, Joshua tells the tribe of Reubenites, Gadites, and half of Manasseh. I hope I'm saying that right. That's how I pronounce it. To be on their merry way because Moses had already given them land east of the Jordan. Right. The way they stuck around to help. They, they stuck around to help their brothers. They all left Egypt together. They stuck around. Joshua tells them, hey, you guys... Never forsake your brothers. You stayed with them. You did everything Moses commanded. You did everything I commanded. Go to your land and prosper. Take with you cattle and silver and all this stuff that the, and share with your brothers the spoils of war is what he says. So they decide to build and well, it's they, called an altar. They call it an altar. It's was never meant to have burnt offerings or anything like that. But they on. The Canaanite side. So before they've actually, because the Jordan River is cutting them in half, basically. So you have the Jordan River, and then on the east side, you have the Reubenites, Gadites, and half of the Manasseh. And then on the other half, you have the Israelites. And so they decide they were going to build an altar on the Israelite side. And Kendall, reading this, I was a little confused. Me too. So we looked up... um, Kind of an explanation on it, and it was, as we said, the it was troubled the Israelites. Troubled the Israelites that um, they thought that the this two and a half tribes, that's what we'll call it, right. was turning away from the Lord as though it was they were building a shrine to themselves, which wasn't true at all. No. So they were ready to go to battle. Basically, have you not learned your lesson? Like they were re- 31 battles later and they're still ready to go to battle again because they felt as though they were turning from the Lord and and worshiping themselves in a sense. Not the case. 
They just they just wanted to. They were just building, bu- building, building. They were they built were in. building an altar as a witness, not for sacrifices and for offerings. So it was more so like we can't even think of the word of what it is. It for. Be like a, like, like a, a remembrance. remembrance. Oh, yummy oh, coke. Can I get you a diet coke? Because I don't have a regular coke. It's high in sugar. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so that's really what it was. It's just a remembrance of everything they've gone through, and it it wasn't them turning away from God. It was just as a witness. And um, for some weird reason, they decided to call the altar Ed because it was a witness between Israel that the Lord God was with them on the mm-hmm. other side of the Jordan, too. Mm-hmm. So an altar named Ed. It's very cute. Interesting. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. So that that's really the summary of um, chapter two or chapter two. Chapter 22. 22. So So we've now come to chapter 23. (laughs) Joshua's farewell address. And Kendall loves it because now Joshua is about to settle down all of Israel. Like, come to me, Israel. Everybody quiet down. He's calling a meeting. He's calling a meeting. In chapter 2, he says, So Joshua summoned all of Israel, including its elders, leaders, judges, and officers. And he said to them, I am old, I am advanced in age, and you have seen for yourselves everything the Lord your God did to all these nations on your account, because it was the Lord your God who was fighting with you. That just cracks me up. Kendall just loves that. I'm old. I think I like to think that's how he opened it. Settle down, Israel. Right. I With mic in hand. <laughs> I am old. White-haired, decrepit body, just... I, I am old, and I am advanced in age. And can we all just hope that we are that proud when we've made it that many years to say, I am old, <laughs> and I'm advanced in age, but I'm about to make my farewell address. Oh. So, basically, Joshua's farewell address is talking about all the good things that God has done for them and how God has fought for them, and that he has removed great nations from them, and that's only because God is fighting for them. God is fighting for his people. And he wants, again, wants them to remember to be very courageous and to keep to the book of the laws of Moses. He's reciting again. He's like, okay, guys, I all this has happened, so let's not forget, because we kind of, you know, didn't really pay attention when Moses was around. Yeah. So let's keep in mind, remember everything Moses commanded, okay, because that's what I'm commanding too. Remember God's word, because he does also remind them, remember all the good things God has done fighting for you. But he also does remind them that, again, as God has already shown you, if you disobey God's word, the bad things will happen too. Yeah. I mean, he does, he does remind them of that. That it really is. You need to make sure that you're not disobeying God. And God commanded them that they weren't supposed to intermingle with other is people. that what the kids are calling it this, these days? Intermingling. Intermingling. Yes. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. There you have it. There's That's chapter just... 23. So here we are, the final chapter of Joshua. And we're all going to say, so long, Josh. It's been real. Ooh. Uh, what? Joshua. I wonder if anybody did call him Josh. Maybe Joshy. close. Joshy? Yeah. You know... Our cousin Josh used to call me Kendall Wendell growing up, and I used to Every, call him Joshy Washy. Everybody calls you Kendall Wendell. Everybody? Pretty much. And it's funny because that's who you were named after. I know. So, so I, it was funny growing up because I feel like he almost said it like, hey, Kendall Wendell. And it's like, yeah, that's right. That's, What's grandpa, that's grandpa's name. Washy. So I, I did. I used to call him Joshy Washy because as a child, that was the best I could come up with. That was it. There went a lot with Josh. 
so Joshua chapter 24. He again reminds everybody <laughs> follow the command of your Lord. Like, and here he also reminds us too that God has set down that he is the only God. He reminds right. them again do not follow false gods. There's only one God. And it is the God of Israel. And what is what is the first commandment? I am the Lord your God. You shall not serve any other God other than me. It's number one. Number one. He's made it blatantly clear that there are no other gods. Right. So that's so what he have. says there. And then next he <laughs> dies. He dies and he doesn't leave a successor, which I wonder if that's because Joshua was God chosen right. as Moses' successor. So I'm wondering if... He assumed that that was going to happen after he left, or if it was a God's intention that he now has a strong Israelite community. So the elders, the leaders, they were supposed to, you know. Listen, your phone is interrupting our podcast. It's your niece, Reagan. So <laughs> tell you two flips of the page. I know. So I really, because I think, and I don't know necessarily if the Bible really goes in like order of everything. But after Joshua is the book of Judges, and Judges is, they're no longer ruled by kings and all that. They're starting to be ruled by different judges, hence the name Judges. judges. So, yeah, Joshua dies, and he didn't leave a successor, but it does say that— I mean, it would be a nice little, like, with the beginning of Judges, because it says in our fancy Bibles, in those days there was no king in Israel. Everyone did whatever seemed right to him. <sighs> <laughs> but it also says probably too, led to some problems that they all served God and the elders who outlived Joshua. They all continued to serve God. If we could all just remember God's laws and I mean, we could all just govern ourselves, but we can't do that now. But I do remember in the book of Judges, there were some really, really good, good judges who were very fair. But then there were some that were a little off off kilter. So it's always going to sin. It's always going to infect a heart. Yes. Which is why you need to be rooted in the word. Yes. So that's that's, that's the end of Joshua yeah, for that's you. The end of Joshua. Again, that translates to God saves. That's right. So, so for our cousin Josh, Joshy Washi. Joshy Washi. That's what your name means. God saves. Yahweh saves. All right. Well, everybody have a great week. <laughs> <laughs> Catch us next time where we we're going to talk about anxiety. We are. We're going to talk about a very prevalent problem affecting. The numbers seem skewed to me, but it says half. I feel like more than half. Right. And I think it affects the youth way more than it does well, adults. I think it affects the youth a lot because of the heightened level of screen activity. I, and I also believe that there are different forms of anxiety. So I believe, for me, social anxiety is a situation for most children. Because let's be honest, children don't socialize. That's very true. So. All right. Well. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll have see you next time. Day. Remember, Jesus was a sinner. Bye. Bye.